Hello there and welcome along to the podcast Sport and Life. How are you? This is a recording in the evening of Monday the 10th of August. Just waiting on to see whether a holiday upcoming might be feasible or not with the rolling quarantines. Um, anyway, I hope you are well. Uh, sweltering day here in the west of England. Just been out and about in the Cotswolds today. Uh, thank you to the sponsors of the podcast as ever, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV who are specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. That kind of time, actually, we were at a friend's house yesterday having a barbecue and had a sound system outside. It was pretty awesome, actually. We'd gone paddleboarding, this being Sunday, on the River Severn uh, near where we live, uh, near Tewkesbury. We live in Cheltenham and not far away, 15 minutes drive to the River Severn. Beautiful experience. My second time paddleboarding. I paddleboarded in southwest London, near Hampton Court uh, last summer and it's, it's a good good experience actually very similar actually I know that you, you inflate the boards but I think uh, in design they're very similar to windsurfing boards and I used to windsurf when I was a kid quite a lot um, we did a little bit or well, my dad did it in the West Indies when we were growing up but then in Wales West Wales did quite a lot of windsurfing as a teenager and I uh, really used to enjoy it miss that but it's great being on the river yesterday just paddling and moseying on down once you get your legs your balance you're you're set it's it's good fun even had a little lad one of our friend's sons jumping into the water that was great but thank you to to bangalore and cheltenham there's a segue there just thinking about the music in my friend's house if you want to get uh, in touch about an entertainment system indoors outdoors at the moment with the, the heat or indeed have a repair issue with bangalore and equipment anything else just speak to bangalore and cheltenham through their social media website get in touch with jason briggs and his team i know jason's pretty happy at the moment because his son has uh, I think Dylan is his name has been playing for his local team AFC Cheltenham, which I think is based in in, in Bishop's Cleeve, uh, and made his debut young teenage lad and has done well. So Jason is uh, buzzing at Bangalore and Cheltenham. Thank you to Cytoplan as well. Continued association with the podcast. I know there's some issues potentially with discount code Draper ten, but apparently if you've used it once, you can still use it again. I think there may be some a friend had a slight difficulty ordering on that discount code. But Cytoplan.co.uk for food based supplements. We recommend in particular for optimizing immunity, which a lot of people are thinking about. I say we because primarily I'm saying my father, who is a GP, general practitioner, doctor in the UK, a nutritionist, steeped in, in, in many different disciplines as well around medicine and very much a bona fide uh, man of science rather than myself, who's a sports journalist with a sports science background, studied nutrition a little bit, but not into the, the esoteric level required to necessarily be a, a voice of um endorsement but i certainly back cytoplan i've had taken them for two decades so the food-based supplements at cytoplan.co.uk immunovite for optimizing immunity for adults that's i m u n o v y t e if you scroll down my twitter handle ed draper 81 there's actually a picture of the tub on there the box the plastic tub it comes in and we take two a day as adults and there's kids immunovite as well which you can get in a smaller tub and my daughter's taking a couple now. She's got a little ulcer in her mouth, so we're trying to kind of uh, get her immune system fired up to, to combat that. Obviously, we're concerned. I suppose like everyone is a little bit about coronavirus, um, more pertinent, I suppose, to, to older people and, and obese people at the moment. It's, it's seemingly the, the dark kind of reality of, of what's coming to bear. But still, I don't think anyone wants to get it, and I think you want to fight it off quickly if you can. But also other things like coughs and colds, flu's coming. So cytoplan.co.uk is a website for the supplement, CYTO plan.co.uk and if you enter the discount code draper10 my last name all capital letters d-r-a-p-e-r d-r-a-p-e-r get it right the second time 
um, you can uh, get a 10% discount with that. Set up an account, and I think you can use it again. Will automatically do so with your account, or should take 10% off automatically with siteplan.co.uk. Anyway, I hope you well enjoy the evening. This is a little bit different podcast. Um, it's actually something I do on social media on Twitter, where I say footballers in the mind's eye blank scenario or statement and people have to fill in players who spring to their minds football fans typically a lot of football fans follow me on social media as a sports broadcaster my day job in the uk and the reason i did it i did a few before on the podcast wasn't sure how well they'd been received got a decent number of listens but wasn't sure how people felt but actually james golden who's been on the podcast fitness expert here he's worked with footballers but lay people alike and he actually said that he loved listening to it it's a kind of similar age to me grew up in the 90s watching football he sort of had i guess visions of people coming to mind and when i ran through on the podcast he found it interesting so i hope you do too a few names blast from the past come up here a few modern players as well just going to do the scenario at the top and then uh, we'll get into it so here we go guys thanks for listening to the podcast okay so here we go footballers in the mind's eye monday the 10th of august this is responding to a tweet that i posted july the 30th 2020 at 1 49 p.m if you want to go back through my twitter ed draper 81 tweets you can see this and, and, and see all the kind of conversations play out below it as well. So the basic situation here is I put out a scenario, a hypothetical situation where I kind of put who I see in that scenario and then people just contribute who they see. So you have to kind of, I guess, follow it through in terms of listening to the first bit. And just whoever pops into your brain first, if you're a football fan, it could be contemporary, it could be a lot of the uh, far back in the past, obviously not future, I guess, unless you know something we don't. A, young, a youngster coming through. So here it is then. Footballers, footballers in the mind's eye. Picture a two-footed player. It's a pretty simple. Picture a two-footed player. Who do you see? Then I give my answer, as I did in the tweet. It is still David Ginola for me, but Mason Greenwood pops up in the brain a close second. So Ginola, legendary winger for Newcastle United and Tottenham Hotspur in England, Premier League legend. Also, I think, very popular amongst uh, certain fans as well for his uh, good looks and, and long flowing hair. Still a very good looking man, actually. Cuts a, a striking figure on BT Sport as an analyst, a good analyst as well as worked in talk sport radio in, in England as well. I think goes out, lives in the south of France still a lot. I think he's originally from the south of France when reading a book. I believe it's autobiography or biography, but he then played in Paris at, at Paris Saint-Germain. He was in the army for a period, I think. Maybe it was a national service, and I'm not sure. Interesting character, smoked cigarettes, I believe. But had that wonderful skill. He played left wing, right wing, a classic 4-4-2 formation. Particularly remember in Newcastle with people like Les Ferdinand and, and, and Alan Shearer as strikers. And he'd get crosses in. He'd go on the left wing. He could go left and cross with his left foot. He could come in and cross with his right. And on the other side, he could cut in and cross from the right wing. He could come in and cross with his left foot. Or he could go down the line and cross with his right. And he could shoot with both feet from distance as well. Maybe in terms of the pure plethora of goals that modern midf- attacking midfielders, that new modern phrase of attacking midfielders, uh, he probably didn't compare to that statistically, but certainly some wonderful goals. Took corners from both sides, different feet. Um, so that was my answer was was David Ginola. Mason Green with the young Manchester United striker. Can smash the ball with either right or left foot. And looks really natural doing it. Of course, had a great spell the end of the season when the season resumed end of June to the end of July after the lockdown. He was uh, kind of, I guess, one of the talismanic figures for United despite being 18 years of age and, and helped fire them to third in the table and, and what looked like at the turn of the year really unlikely Champions League place as a Manchester United fan strange to say that we're happy with third but I guess in this this past season we certainly are in seven years and counting since we last won the league I think we'll take it and, and Green was a big part of that 
are now running through below the tweet for the other people's contributions. Uh, Lewis Wiltshire, who is a digital media journalist special, specialising in social media. He actually worked for the BBC and Twitter uh, in the UK before going on to, I think, either, well, yeah, go for a sort of spin-off company that advises companies on their social media policies and use. He uh, has put together a tweet here, works with Seven Leagues, I believe the name of the company. I think he's CEO now. He put, uh, He's a Tottenham fan. Once watched Hoddle take a corner with one foot from one side and the ball goes out of play for a corner the other side and he trotted the width of the field and took the corner from the other side with the other foot. Should be commonplace for players at that level, but isn't. So Hoddle, Glenn Hoddle, legendary Tottenham player, played for Monaco as well, uh, two-footed England midfielder, could really spin a wonderful passing range, particularly on the pitches they played back in the 1980s. Weren't great, but he had a wonderful way of judging his passing. Little Jason, who is a guy I connected with when I was on the sport at Absolute Radio and Virgin Radio from I was there from 2008 to the end of 2010. So nearly three years. Little Jason got in touch then and was a big part of the Christian O'Connell Breakfast Show, often contributing on the text and, and social media. And he's another Tottenham fan. So he says both Kane and Sonny are very strong on both left and right. But obviously Hoddle is the master. So Harry Kane, Tottenham captain, England captain, striker, and Hongmin Son, South Korean star, very quick, actually, deceptively quick and great with both feet, as little Jason says. Uh, Enzo Macronelli, former world cruiserweight champion, has uh, contributed as well with a mean picture of Roberto Baggio in a Juventus kit, just doing a little drag back, pulling it onto his right foot. Interesting, because too fit. I don't always, obviously, magician Baggio, who I guess I came to be aware of at the 1990 World Cup, as he scored against England in the third place playoff final, young man then. For Italy, the World Cup in Italy, Italia 90, and he cut jinked across from the left wing, but on his right side, and then dinked the ball over Peter Schilting and goal with his right side. So I always think of him uh, coming from the left on his right. But similarly, uh, Kev O'Sullivan has got a little picture of Ronaldinho doing a step over and then dragging it past. But going to the left, going to the sort of defender's right, his left, but again, it's using his right foot. So that's um, Interesting, I think, that he's uh, gone for Ronaldinho because I think a wonderfully skillful Brazilian player, of course, star for Barcelona and AC Milan. But I'd say I'll kind of think of him more as a um, right-footed player. Uh, Jason Christopher says, I don't know why. Jason's, a, I believe, an actor and he's a Cheltenham Town fan, I know, as well. So I don't know why, but first in my head was Ray Houghton, former Liverpool and Aston Villa midfielder, Republic of Ireland midfielder. You remember him scoring the goal, which maybe I think what Jason might be thinking about was the goal that Ray Houghton scored for Republic of Ireland against Italy in the USA 90, which Roberto Baggio was probably playing for Italy. It was a 94 World Cup in New York, USA 94. Wonderful left foot sort of chipped coming off the right wing. He sort of won a tackle, I think, and then dinked it over the keeper. Um, I think that might be why and I've responded saying that goal for Italy. Uh, Kent Riley, who was an actor, played football with him in a charity game a couple of years ago. He's up in the Northwest, I think Liverpool, <clears throat> played a game at Oldham Town. He says Lalana, Adam Lalana, recently uh, left Liverpool this this summer, been there for six years, I believe, former Southampton player, very skillful two-footed player. Luba Moravcic is Mike McKenna's contribution, played for Celtic. Daryl Selby says Lalana for me, Mike McKenna, by the way, a commentator. Good one at that. Worked Polish football with him years ago as well. Another project I've worked in. Uh, Lorenzo, a chance in life is a gift. A chance in life is a gift of hope. That's his Twitter handle. It says Totti wasn't bad. However, you can't ignore Ronaldo. Two ofs. 
but I'm going to opt for the original baller, in my honest opinion, the Brazilian maestro himself, Ronaldinho, as he bamboozled his opposition and go either way. <clears throat> I believe he either means, I don't think he means Cristiano Ronaldo in that first reference. Of course, the uh, current Juventus striker, former Manchester United, um, Real Madrid, well, he was a winger at Manchester United, wasn't he? But Real Madrid striker. Or whether he means Ronaldo, former Barcelona star, Inter Milan star, Real Madrid star, Brazilia, Brazil star. Um, so it's interesting there. Ronaldinho's gone for him two foot. I don't really think, I don't probably stand to be corrected here. I don't remember Ronaldinho using his left foot that much to score with. But anyway, Sid Harvey says Ronaldo, not too shabby. Cristiano Ronaldo certainly would agree with that. He was happy to strike with his left foot. Um, I think that's part of the reason he got such improved so much as a striker was the ability to shoot both feet head as well, sort of majestically. Jake French says, I think Paolo Maldini was two-footed. Well, he played left-back. I think he was predominantly right-footed, wasn't he? But maybe. Um, but really stylish AC Milan and Italy left-back. Good-looking dude as well, wasn't he? Bit of a star in the 90s. Played till 40, something like that. Gavin Myers says, Hi, Ed, for me, French maestro Zinedine Zidane. Of course, that famous Champions League goal. 2002 final with his left foot, that volley. Kind of have to be two foot to score a goal like that, don't you? KP says, uh, you win. Reference to Gavin Myers there. Lubin Ravchich, another one from Mo Chara, who uh, is at Loves a Curry. Um, Dennis Irwin can take free kicks with either foot two. Yeah, Irwin played left back for Manchester United, but originally was a right back when he was at Oldham. A real Man United star in the 90s, and he could definitely take a free kick. He'd like to take it with his right foot, particularly if he was on the left-hand side of the penalty. I didn't even remember scoring that goal against Liverpool in that thrilling 3 all draw against Bruce Grobler. It didn't move. He's kind of curled it into Grobler's right-hand side um, when United were in that black kit. Um, but he was, yeah, very. he could bash the ball down the line, certainly with his left foot. I'm not sure how many free kicks he took with his left foot. I think he did, was on penalties a lot for Man United as well, took right-foot pens. Morton Gamps Pedersen is a suggestion from Cripsaw at Cripsaw Tackler, Twitter handle. To this day, I don't know what foot he was for. Blackburn player? I thought he was left foot, maybe not. Peter Campbell's a good one, modern contemporary player. In fact, one of the players of the year. Kevin De Bruyne, Manchester City star, Belgian player, formerly of Chelsea, went away back to the Bundesliga, came back to Chelsea and has been a, oh, sorry, Man City, has been a star ever since, of course, winning a couple of league titles back to back. Now the Aaron Tonis says, Santi Cazorla, former Arsenal midfielder, Villarreal, Malaga. He's now supposed to be playing in the Middle East, I think. I'm not sure he's been able to because of the pandemic. But five foot six inches tall, but proper central midfield. We didn't really see middle field play. We didn't really see the best of him towards the end of his Arsenal career. He's credited. I think he's got a couple of FA Cup winners medals in 2014 and 15. But his appearances, I looked at it, really petered out. And actually, the last season he was at Arsenal, 2017-18, didn't make any league appearances, but then went back to Spain, played at Villarreal, and actually got um, 35 league appearances the past couple of seasons. So it's good to see him have that renaissance in Indian summer, 35 years of age, 36 in December now, but real classy player. Uh, Grant on this topic, Grant Grant Buckley 2 says, Cazorla can take corners and free kicks with either foot and there's no difference in quality. That is amazing, isn't it? You do wonder like whether, there's got sort of an argument sometimes that players need to specialise in one. Do you remember Paul Merson, really one-footed player? Arsenal, England... Aston Villa, Portsmouth, but he'd kind of he'd go on the left wing and he'd try and wrap it and he'd do a really good job of it, but he'd wrap his outside of his right foot around the ball and curl it away from goal, almost as if he would be doing an inside of the left foot curled shot. He'd use the outside of his right foot. Um, but you just wondered situations if you can use your right and left, the ball falls in a certain place on the pitch, a certain angle from your body, you know, it's great if you can use both feet, surely. Anyway, I'm not a pro or 
high-level coach. Did coach youth football, but that's my thoughts. Tom Maltby says, down in levels, but Pilkington 11 comes to my mind at first. Anthony Pilkington, he's playing for Wigan Athletic currently, his Twitter handle. Uh, my friend used to take me to Huddersfield games. He used to score free kicks and take corners with either foot, quality player. And Peter Campbell actually contributes, says he was quality at Stockport County prior to Huddersfield. Great player. Um, and Tom says, Seamus Chance in the Premier League came late on. He was 100% good enough when he was a League One player. Nick Stewart says, Gaza. I think Gaza could use his left foot. Paul Gascoigne, former Tottenham Hotspur, Newcastle, England star, Lazio in Italy as well. Rangers in Scotland. Uh, wonderful talent. Famously left out of England's 98 World Cup squad and trashed a hotel room. Uh, but passionate national kind of hero in lots of ways. And Paul Gascoigne needed superb dribbling skill. Like the 1991 season, the old English first division when I was sort of 9, 10, it was just phenomenal watching him play. Really, really class. Um, so Gaz has a good shout from Nick Stewart. Was, I think, probably right footed, but yeah, he could use his left. Mark Wally Walters, the best two footed player I've ever seen live, was coming towards the end of his career then. Um, and uh, this is from Reese Winnie, who says at Swindon Town Football Club, I think obviously Walters played at Liverpool and in Scotland again, I believe Rangers, did off the top of my head. John Treacy just uh, got a picture of Santi Cazorla doing the thumbs up in his Arsenal uh, training jacket. Charlie says Santi Cazorla, little magician. Jay Clisson says Cazorla. Uh, Craig Morris, nice one. Michael Laudrop, former Denmark and Real Madrid star, uh, manager as well. Managed Swansea in the UK recently. Got the League Cup, did he not, against Bradford not long ago, 2013 maybe. Uh, Michael Laudrop, Rob Ford's got a picture of Glenn Hoddle. Uh, Luke at Luke Web 12 has got a picture of Santi Cazorla. And uh, no, I am Luther Blissett, has replied Steve Dale, who I'm guessing is. Uh, one of his uh, mates there. <laughs> so we've got a lot of uh, lot of Cazorlas and kind of a lot of reactions to um, a few of them as well. Enzo McNally's actually replied to Ronaldinho on there as well. Uh, Kevin says, between him and R9, I could spend a few hours on YouTube, no problem. So R9, that's Kevin Sullivan again, where it's Cristiano Ronaldo he was referring to. So we have it, footballers in the mind's eye. Picture a two-footed player. If you want to contribute, definitely get in touch with me on social media. DMs are open, I think, pretty much on Instagram. You can do that. You can actually email me if you like. Ed at eddraper.co.uk is my email, sports broadcaster in the UK. But good to hear from you on this. Picture a two-footed player. Who do you see? I went David Giller, but Mason Greenwood a close second in that old brain. You know when someone says picture a two-footed player, who do you see? Not to labour the point. Anyway, hope you enjoyed that, guys. Uh, if you'd like these little things, do let me know actually on social media, eddraper81. On, his, on Twitter, Ed underscore Draper81 on Instagram. It'd just be good to know, really, if it's worth doing them because I like it. And I'm a little bit strange as a, a football aficionado and obviously a boxing aficionado, as you can see from the, the, the tweets. But it's the kind of thing that I like kind of getting people's responses to, seeing how their minds work. Anyway, if you uh, go to iTunes, we'd appreciate you rating the podcast, but actually just appreciate you listening to it as well, guys. Thank you and uh, goodbye for now. Shout out to the sponsors, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV who are specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations. Not far from me in Montpellier and Cheltenham in a beautiful courtyard, banging the of Cheltenham. Remember, cytoplan.co.uk if you would like to optimise your immune system, if you're thinking about that. Uh, as a family, Drapers, under the sort of stewardship of my father, who, uh, as I say, is a nutritionist and doctor, 
we've been taking cytoplan products for two decades. And again, we haven't got a kind of control group to compare it with how healthy they have been versus how healthy we've been. But certainly, I think coughs and colds don't get too many and do work shift work. My day job for Sky Sports, often uh, getting to bed at 2am, sometimes getting up at 3am for work, that kind of stuff. I'm not saying it's like working in the mind, don't feel sorry for me and get the uh, violins out. I'm talking about sport for a living, so it's a fantastic job. But uh, yeah, I think my health's been relatively intact, despite not always getting enough sleep, which I say is a foundation of our immune system, which I'm trying to really work on, actually, my sleep. On that note, I'm going to go and unwind for the night. Appreciate you listening to the podcast, guys. Hope you're well. I hope you enjoy the warm weather and uh, maybe getting a holiday in this summer as well, wherever you are in the world. Goodbye for now. Thank you.